Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the weekend in May the 31st, 2020. This week has been half-term week, so that has meant that I've done very little in the way of work. Last week, I mentioned that I'd like to get to 60% in Cleric of the Wasteland. I'm probably around 50%. I have done a bit here and there, but... I have no way done anywhere near as much as I would on a normal working week. So I've spent most of this week just enjoying the sunshine and playing with my son and that kind of thing. So he's not been getting homeschooling this week. And the weather has been so nice. I'm convinced that the end of May is the best time of year for weather in this country. I think by the time you get to the actual school holidays, you've passed the peak of the sunshine. And I've found over the years that the end of May is just brilliant. It's usually the period from my birthday until start of June is usually just great. So that has meant just going out enjoying the beach, going on walks. That's been really good. So I've paid my deposit now for Egypt next year. So I am going. It's going to be two weeks away. That is going to be really cool. Really looking forward to that. It's basically three days in Cairo, then a week long Nile cruise, and then three days at a Red Sea resort. Over the seven days on the boat, I think we've got 12 excursions, including one that is a flight to go and see the Ramesses stuff. So it's going to be quite intense, so I think we're going to need those few days afterwards just to kind of recharge, recoup, ready for when we fly back. So I think the only thing that's a little bit annoying about it is the fact that it's only flying from Heathrow. That's fine, it just means that I'm going to have to work out a way to get to London, and because of the flight times it'll probably mean we'll have to go down the night before. And I'm thinking that based on my experiences before travelling down to Heathrow, I think I'll probably end up flying from Manchester Airport and just getting a flight rather than a train just because I've looked at the trains already and they're £200 each, which is ridiculous. Flights are £107 return, so it's going to be a lot cheaper to fly and a lot quicker and hopefully a bit more reliable because the trains are often late and I think when you're working with connections and things like that, having something late is going to be annoying and stressful, so... The less stressful I can make it, the better. Luckily, because of last year going to the 20 Books conference on now Runnymede on Thames, which is the place where Heathrow is, I know where to stay, I know where to eat, so I don't feel like I'm going to be going into it without knowing the place. So I think what I need to do now is sort out doing things like getting vaccinations for tetanus and yellow fever and things like that. There's still quite a few things that I will need to sort, and I think I'll probably need to make sure that I have appropriate attire and things like that. But really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be exciting. So next week the lockdown rules are being lifted again. This means I'm actually going to be able to see my mum and my sister and my niece. So we're going to meet up next week. We're actually going to meet up in Warrington, which we worked out is about halfway between Morecambe and Wolverhampton. So I'm going to go and see my family. I'm going to have a nice walk around the park because I've not seen them since December, maybe November last year. So it's been too long. I usually see them every few months, so... Really looking forward to that. I'm also going to go and see some friends near Bradford. So they live in Shipley, which is in Yorkshire. So I'm going to go and see them, have some food in their garden and just enjoy spending time with friends. So that's going to be great. I met up with my friend Ben again this week. We're doing a bit of a skill swap thing because he's a vocal coach. So he is teaching me how to improve my vocal delivery and to speak better and to sing. Because, you know, I do a lot of podcasting. I also am trying to teach myself how to play some songs at the moment on my guitar. I've never actually been taught how to sing, so getting some vocal coaching should be cool. He's writing a book, which I suppose is about music and performance, and he needs my help because, obviously, I've written non-fiction and stuff in the past, so I can help him with that. I can help him 
helpfully get the right mindset and techniques and all that to get through a big project. So I did some breathing exercises, I did some work on my posture and standing and stuff like this that I'd never consider, like, who'd have thought that the way your knees are can affect the way you sing? Didn't know that. So we also had a call this week from my physio. So I've had an issue with my shoulder for quite a while now and I'm basically being booked in for an x-ray to deal with it. I had like an ultrasound a few months back and some steroids. The steroids worked for about three weeks and I think they did what they intended to do which was to help me kind of sort out the position of my shoulder because my shoulder was kind of facing forward so it doesn't feel like it's at an awkward angle and my shoulder blade doesn't seem to clunk the way it did. Still not perfect and I'm still getting a lot of pain in my upper arm and kind of in my armpit. And so the consultant's thinking I've got like a spur or like a weird hook thing going on with my bone. So there's also a theory that I might have a torn labrum. They don't know yet. And it's going a lot slower than it should, I think, just because of the coronavirus stuff. So hopefully I'll get close to getting this sorted. I don't particularly want surgery. Hopefully it can be done with just physiotherapy and things like that. But if I do have to have surgery, then I have to have it. Just because I feel it in my mood. When I feel the pain, when it hurts, it's like it makes it feel a lot more tense than it should. And I don't like that. So I'm going to get that sorted. Hopefully get that fixed in the not too distant future. I admit I'm slightly nervous about going into the hospital to get my x-ray. I've basically just got to go to Lancaster Hospital, turn up with a letter and go, hey, can I have an x-ray? And they'll give me one. But of course they are coronavirus hotspots, hospitals, care homes, those kind of places. So I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine. I'm sure getting zapped by x-rays will help kill any viruses in the area. So I did a masterclass this week by David Sedaris. So this was about humour and storytelling. This was one of those masterclasses where I felt, yeah, this is quite interesting. Interesting watch, you know. Enjoyed listening to the guy talking at me for a few hours. But I came away thinking, okay, is there anything I can use from that? Is there anything I've learned new? Eh, probably not. But it was enjoyable. I still think that the best ones I have done of those masterclasses are the ones that are basically commercial fiction or children's fiction authors, like I found the R.L. Stein one really useful. So he's the one who wrote the Goosebumps books. I also found the Dan Brown one and the James Patterson one really useful as well. And then the people I thought I would have got a lot from, like Neil Gaiman, Margaret Atwood, people like that, have not been so great. It's been the commercial fiction writers and the TV writers who have given me the most insights, I would say, in terms of structuring stories and sorting out pacing and things like that. I think it's worth the investment to watch these programs and glean the information. But as I said before, I don't think you can call them masterclasses. I think they're a very good introduction, intermediate classes at best. So in terms of reading this week, I'm carrying on with Sins of Empire by Brian McClellan. I really enjoyed the first series of this, the Powder Mage one. I think part of that was mainly to do with one of the characters who I really like, called Daniil, who hasn't appeared in this one. And I don't know whether it's just the mood I'm in or, or something like that, but it seems a bit slow going. I'm about halfway through. I'm not enjoying it as much as I did the first series, but it's still good. It's just, I don't know, I'm finding myself more drawn to non-fiction at the moment. So I read a book called Creativity by Mihaly Shitsen-Mihaly, which was really good, really interesting take on personality traits, ticks, flaws, that kind of thing of creative people. And it's like I was reading it, I was like, yep, yep, recognise that, definitely recognise that. I might have to get my wife to read it. Maybe she'll understand me better. I mean, she understands me anyway, but I think it'll be good for her to know that I'm not just the big weirdo she thinks I am, but I'm just a cliche like the rest of us. 
I read one of his books last year called Flow, which I found really useful in terms of thinking about my creative process. So I would recommend his books. I think Flow was better. This felt like it was probably the research that was done in order to make the book Flow. And now, hey, Flow did really well. Let's get another book out there. So it was good. I recommend it. I think I gave it four stars, which, you know, can't scoff at that. I've also started reading the book called The Time Traveller's Guide to Restoration England by Ian Mortimer. Now, I've read a couple of his books before. I think there was like A Time Traveller's Guide to Medieval England and then A Time Traveller's Guide to Elizabeth England. Those two have been really good. I'm in the first couple of chapters of this one. And again, you get a lot of details, a lot of the kind of everyday life, social history kind of details that you don't get in general history stuff. So I really like this series. It's brilliant for writing fantasy kind of stuff. I'm hoping that he'll release one about Victorian era, that kind of thing, because, you know, spoiler alert, I do want to write a series that's kind of more in that vein, a little bit more up to date. I've got like steampunk elements and things like that. So really enjoying that book. I think it's filled with a lot of little details that, you know, when you're world building and things like that, they just really bring things to life. And speaking of world building, I am on this week's episode of the Sci-Fi Roundtable, so I'm a regular host on that show. So there's four of us and we're talking about near future world building. And I suppose the pitfalls thereof, you can find that wherever you're listening to this. So next week, I am back at my writing desk. I want to try and get Cleric of the Wasteland finished by the time my wife goes back to work. Now it's looking like it's going to be June the 16th at the earliest. So if I can get it done by then, that'll be awesome. So until next time, cheerio. 